Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Speaking of football, you mentioned the name Brett Favre and you think Green Bay Packers. You think at the end of his career, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre. Well, he is embroiled in a welfare scandal in his home state of Mississippi. And it involves a former governor. And there have been some new revelations in this uh, continuing scandal uh, downriver. And joining us from Mississippi today is Anna Wolf. Anna, thanks so much for the time tonight. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, from a far-flung state, uh, welfare scandal might make the news, might make the newspapers here. But when you have a former governor and a pro football Hall of Famer like Brett Favre, it really does raise eyebrows. And there have been new revelations, particularly texts uh, in in the work you've done uh, tying Brett Favre to this scandal. It, it mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It is. It really is. Um, you know, this scandal has been sort of unfolding for over two years now. So we first found out back in early 2020, uh, we broke a story about how $5 million in welfare money went to build a volleyball stadium at the University of Southern Mississippi that uh, Brett Favre was uh, promoting and, and sort of took credit for raising the money for. Um, and then the auditor came out and, and, and revealed that he had received another million dollars himself from the welfare program for speaking engagements um, for speeches that he uh, never gave, according to the auditor's office. Um, and, you know, for the last two years, we've known about this, but we just kind of didn't hear anything more about it. Um, you know, n- no charges were filed or anything like that. And we're kind of learning more about how that happened um, based on his connection with the former governor, Phil Bryant, um, and their use of this very flexible welfare fund uh, to, to basically spend the money on however, you know, wh- how, whatever they wanted to. Well, and and how exactly does this work? You, you you think welfare that you know people need to fill out paperwork and need to be vetted in order to receive some sort of public assistance? I, I can speak to this. Uh, my daughter's disabled. She was injured when she was twelve. Mm-hmm. She's now in her mid twenties. We have to fill out a lot of paperwork. People mm-hmm. come to the home. People check us out to make sure that uh, you know she's getting 
every nickel she deserves, but not a nickel mm-hmm. more. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine millions flowing to build a volleyball court. I mean, that's what makes it so offensive, right? Um, yeah. You know, this, this particular federal fund, it's called Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, and it funds, uh, the, it's a, pro, a, a block grant, so it goes to states, and states can spend it basically however they wish, but it's mostly well known for providing the welfare check, you know, cash welfare assistance to very poor families. But over the last 30 years, 25, 30 years in this program's existence, the number of people who have actually applied for and gotten approved for that cash assistance has has just continually dropped to like, a, you know, almost there's almost no population um, under this program receiving cash assistance. And the last the last time I looked, there was around 200 or 300 adults receiving cash welfare assistance in the state of Mississippi, uh, you know, a state of three million people with the highest poverty rate in the nation. So um, you saw where over time the you know politicians and government leaders realized that they could really manipulate this fund. Um, you know, as long as it wasn't going to people in need, they could use the money for other things. So, you know, they knew they couldn't just take the money, embezzle it, and put it in this volleyball stadium. So they had to come up with this creative grant, uh, kind of a creative way to say that they were helping in, pe- helping people in poverty with this money. Um, they said that a nonprofit was going to use the building, the, the volleyball facility to provide programming to very poor families, like, like parenting classes and, um, you know, rallies for teenagers, that kind of thing. And that's how they got away with it. When in reality, these people are trying to figure out where their next meal is going to come from or how to pay the electric bill or pay the rent. That's right. Yeah. Um, the, the next question, in, in all the reporting you've done at Mississippi Today and your colleagues on this story, um, Upriver here in Minnesota, we, we know the name Brett Favre, uh, familiar with the name of the, the former governor, and we're wondering what's next, that based on the evidence that, that's been laid out, these these are pretty serious charges, and you, you would think that uh, the wheels of justice would be turning. Where, where, where are we at on, on that front, Anna? So there were six people arrested related to this overall scheme of misspending welfare money in Mississippi, not related to the volleyball stadium in particular. But um, those those people have uh, four of those people have pleaded guilty. Two of them are, are crucial to the scheme related to the volleyball stadium, and they have agreed to cooperate with prosecutors, um, which you know typically means they're looking at someone maybe higher up the chain. And that federal investigation is ongoing. So we do know that um, the, the, the feds are investigating. Uh, there was a new U.S. attorney appointed uh, just here recently, uh, nominated rather, in this district. And so he will inherit that investigation. And so I think we can expect to see, you know, if they find what they need to, to bring some charges. There is a separate state civil suit that's going on that Brett Favre is named in. And so the state is trying to recoup uh, over $3 million from Brett Favre. And this is related to not the volleyball stadium again, but this $1 million that he received for um, promoting the welfare program. And then another $2 million that he um, allegedly helped uh, funnel to this pharmaceutical startup company that he was investing in. Um, so this, I mean, the, the scheme is multi-layered, multi-pronged, and he is sort of all up in the middle of it as a very influential player uh, just kind of astonishingly, but a very influential player in the state's welfare program and how that money was spent. 
Yeah, and it, it it then begs the question that that beyond what what's happening at the state level, there, there certainly could be some serious jeopardy uh, with the feds involved now looking at at this scheme. Yeah, that's right. So the feds haven't brought any charges thus far in this welfare case, um, but they are they have been investigating for the last two years, and I think we can expect to see you know here relatively soon um, what they plan to do. Uh, you know, they're very tight lipped, so they haven't given a, a lot away about what they're looking at. But um, they did interview Favre a couple years ago when this kind of first came out. They did interview him about the one million dollars that he received. But there's just been so much more information that has been made public since then that really show how he was connected to these uh, these welfare figures and really like reveal some more of the intentionality there. Right. So at one point. Brett Favre texted this nonprofit founder who was receiving all of this welfare money and who he was working with to to get the welfare money over to the volleyball stadium. And he asked her if it would be basically if they could make it work by giving him the money, uh, you know, under a promotional gig, like a sponsorship, essentially, if he would cut ads, radio ads for the welfare program. So think of this. He's getting a million dollars from the welfare program in order to publicize that these services exist to people in poverty um, so that they will know about them. And he asks Nancy, uh, the nonprofit founder, if they're able to do it, will the media ever find out how much money you gave me and where it came from? And so I think that shows how they were attempting to operate in secrecy. Um, That gives, you know, speaks to his intentionality here and sort of that he knew what he was doing. Um, What what has Farb said, about all of this uh, have you or uh, another reporter at mississippi today been able to reach far what what's his comment been? that's a good question so we reached him in the very beginning you know when this first came out and you know we were the first ones to 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 figure out how he was connected to this welfare scheme in in the beginning in general and so but you know before the auditor ever de- you know demanded payment repayment from him or cited him in an audit we reached out to him and that was, so he was, he was more willing to re- respond to us because there wasn't, you know, law enforcement wasn't involved yet from his perspective. Um, and what, what he told us was that all his discussions with these welfare officials were about one thing. And that was economic development, which was kind of an interesting explanation. He also said, when I asked him by text message, if he had ever discussed the volleyball stadium with the governor, he said, no. And these text messages just revealed this past week, illustrate that he in fact did have conversations with him about the volleyball stadium so if everything was you know was was up to code if everything was okay why would he say that he didn't have those conversations the main thing though that he is saying in all of this is that he didn't know that the money was coming from the welfare fund um, which I think is that's that's crucial to his defense here but I think these text messages show that you know maybe at least the, the source of the fund was something he wasn't supposed to be using if he was worried about the media finding out. And then additionally, he was talking with the head of the welfare department, uh, which is the Mississippi Department of Human Services. That's the state agency that administers public assistance dollars in Mississippi. So he knew the money was coming from that agency. Now, does Brett Favre know what the Mississippi Department of Human Services is? I don't, I don't know, but um, I'll tell you that they are the, the, state agency that people in poverty go to for assistance. So that's what that money is supposed to be used for.
Anna Wolf, reporter, Mississippi Today, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Um, about the text, how are, how are these accessed? Uh, how did you get access to these texts, or can't you reveal that? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So these particular texts were actually filed into court um, in the state civil suit uh, that I mentioned earlier. This is the suit sure. that is attempting to recoup money that was uh, paid out improperly. So they are uh, public record. They are public record at this point. There were some other messages. Yeah, I mentioned that pharmaceutical company that uh, Favre helped funnel money to, and um, and there were some other text messages that really show that the the governor was involved from a um, perspective of, of personally gaining from it. He, Favre had offered the governor stock in this company in exchange for his help as governor. And uh, and so that was kind of a separate story. But uh, as you can tell, it's very multi-pronged. And there, there are a lot of different things that I think that federal authorities would be interested in pursuing here. And, and what what does the former governor, Phil Bryan, had to say about all of this? What, what has he said on the record? So regarding the, the text messages uh, about the pharmaceutical company, this story came out several months ago. But we did we were able to, at that point, sit down with him, and he told us, that he did not read his text messages carefully enough to appreciate what Favre was asking of him. So when the Favre would say, hey, you know, we got our money from the state. Thanks for that. And the governor just said, sounds good, or, you know, whatever Mm. positive response he he replied. He told us, he explained that by saying that he didn't read his text carefully enough, which viewers can take that (laughs) how they will. Yeah, and and another part of this, uh, how is this reporting being received? You you have a former governor, powerful people. You have Brett Favre, a a folk hero in Mississippi. Uh, What are you hearing uh, about all of this? You know, from the people who know about how public assistance works in Mississippi, it's, it's really the reaction is, that they're not surprised that this could happen. Um, We are in a state that has deprioritized programs to people in poverty. Um, We have used money that the federal government gives us to solve poverty in ways that are totally ideologically um, influenced. So, you know, the, the welfare program in Mississippi doesn't prioritize the outcome of people leaving poverty. It really more is used, uh, to satisfy this notion that people in poverty really just need like a pep talk from Brett Favre or, you know, um, motivational speaking in order to escape poverty. And it prioritizes that over, you know, putting an actual dent in poverty. So people are not surprised that this money could have been siphoned away like this. Um, that's the reaction that I've, I've come across. Um, well, Anna, good to visit with you. Thank you for your reporting on this uh, story. And uh, I, I I, get the sense that there's still more to come. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're still pulling that thread. Yeah. Uh, MississippiToday.org is the website and the reporter, Anna Wolf. Anna, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Appreciate you. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <sighs> spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.